0: podcast you've been looking for all along step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world welcome to no tracers welcome back to the no tracers podcast i'm your host k just the letter k you can find me at no tracers on instagram or just the letter k on youtube or no tracers on tiktok all my links are down in the description welcome to the show this week on the podcast i am speaking with dragon boy ac who is out of the northeast of the united states super stoked to talk about him he actually reached out to me after a bunch of his friends were on the show so if you want to come on the no tracers podcast just shoot me a dm at no dot tracers on instagram and we'll schedule a show for you would love to hear your stories and share them with the world Before we get into this episode, there's a few housekeeping things I need to let you know about. First of all, if you're new to the podcast, please hit the subscribe button. Would love to send you notifications every time there's a new episode. There's also a new feature on Apple Podcasts where you can subscribe to a show. Uh, like properly and like donate to it I don't really know how it works but if you want to support the show further hit the subscribe button and thank you for doing that if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time please do me a favor and leave a rating and feedback it helps us grow it helps us find a broader audience of listeners just like you and it helps it means a lot to me if you do leave a rating and feedback, take a screenshot of it and DM it to me on Instagram at No Tracers, and I will actually send you a signed photo print from an abandoned place I've explored as a way of saying thank you for doing that. Secondly, I have a book out, a photography book, called No Tracers, an Urban Explorer's Diary. If you would like to pick up a copy of it, signed by me. Head to notracers.com shop, or just go down in the description and click on the link to the website. You can also find my blog there and my videos there as well. Thanks for doing that. Appreciate it. If you order a book, I'll send you a signed photo print as well. And lastly, we have a partner on this podcast, and that is Liquid Death Water. If you've never heard of Liquid Death Water, don't worry. I've got an ad coming for you in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid Death. Murder your thirst. So if you want 10% off your order, head to liquiddeath.com and use code just the letter K. I think you also have to like buy like a two-pack Koozie thing or something like that. I don't really know. They kind of changed up the rules on us. So if you want that 10% off, you also have to get Koozies for your mountain water. Thanks for doing that guys. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Let's jump into this episode. Dragon Boy AC, please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience.
1: Hi, I'm Dragon Boy AC. Uh, I've been exploring for about, probably about four years now, on and off.
0: Nice. So what got you into exploring in the first place? What made you catch this bug?
1: It was kind of just one of those, like, natural things that kind of started evolving. Uh, my, My best friend, who's not in this community, she's not an explorer necessarily, but I remember we would always talk about, like doing these kind of things like things that we had like found online or like the YouTube videos that we would watch at like 2 a.m. like when we had nothing to do and uh we finally were like oh like well I know where this is or oh I know where this is well let's just start going so I think back maybe like 20 2016 2017 we every once in a while we would like go to one or two places we had like no idea what we were doing or like the the idea of actually getting caught or any of those things were super profound but like yeah it just kind of grew from there
0: So tell me about your first exploration ever. Bring me into what, like, the place you went into, what it was like there, and what made you want to keep doing this after that first exploration?
1: So uh, we did, like, a couple, like, again, with my friend. or We did a couple of things uh, uh, on and off, but I think, like, the one, like, big, like, the thing that, like, I always interpret as, like, my first thing was uh, there's this uh, abandoned trolley graveyard in – pennsylvania and i remember like looking back we did everything wrong like we we found the pin we did all the research we did everything but it's like five hours away we booked a hotel we're like yeah we'll just go drive there we'll figure it out we had no information other than where it was we had no plan b c or d and we just like drove there and did it and we got in it was it was beautiful it's just like uh like a bunch of um old trolleys in the woods out out in pa and, um, I remember we, we drove the whole way. We drove right there. We didn't go to the hotel or anything. And it was funny cause it had, like had just started thunderstorming. My friend's freaking out and she's like, oh my God, like we can't do this. Like we're going to do it. And we literally park on the side of this road and we like run into the woods and we, we, we find the place and it was just magical. The trees were blowing, the wind was going crazy. And that was like the first like thing that I kind of associate with like more like, exploration type things that we really did and I think after that I was like oh my god I love this and even then before that like I really wasn't like attempting to take pictures or do anything so that was like the first time I like pulled out my phone and was like oh my god like let's just start taking pictures of these things this is so cool
0: wow I'm looking at the photos on online I just kind of googled it to see what they they looked like and it's like I I remember my first time exploring like a train you know an abandoned train or you know yeah. similar to trolleys and like it's such a crazy experience seeing stuff like that because there's so many railroads in America that are just completely abandoned and like oh for sure I had a another uh, guest on recently and he gave a tip for all the explorers out there like if you want to find abandoned farmhouses find the old abandoned train tracks because they always ran yeah, past <laughs> the farmhouses and I was like dude you're a genius like how did you figure this out you know he's like absolutely just like look at maps and stuff and uh, so you you started on an eye on a phone like iphone
1: i honestly i still use my phone that's the big yeah
0: <laughs> wow like solely you don't have like a dslr or anything
1: uh, truthfully i i barely even know how a camera works wow. i can press the button for like when i'm out with my friends i can do that for them but other than that no uh it kind of goes into this whole thing about like I started on my phone and I still do it. Mm-hmm. I, I've upgraded my phone a couple of times, but it's—I'm a big fan of no matter what I'm doing, whether it's my music or like I'm in design school, w- working with what you have and making things that aren't necessarily at the top of like the line, like as good as they can be. I've always kind of gravitated to uh, doing those kind of things. So I would love to know how I can. It's not like I don't want to learn at some point. It's just like it's been working really well for me, and like as far as like I like what I can produce out of it, and yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, if you're paying like over a thousand dollars for a phone with a you're basically paying for the camera anyway,
1: you know? Yeah, that, that that's occurred to me, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, you're these phones are definitely competing with the cameras we have these days. And it's it's very fascinating to, to watch the growth over time of like where phones are going. So, I mean, like nobody can knock you for using an iPhone or like an Android or whatever it is you have, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I currently, I have the, the 12, I have the, what, the Pro Max, oh, I, yeah. I literally just got it a couple, yeah, I just got it uh, probably a couple months ago, but it's funny, because again, when I started, like, I just used, I think I had, like, the, the 7 or the 8 iPhone at the time, mm-hmm. and, like, it was fine, and I remember I, I used to edit, um just using, like, the, the filters on Instagram, and, like, I was like, oh, this is fine, this is, what, this is whatever, and, um, like, over time, like, I started going out more, and doing more things, and meeting more people, and networking, and, like, I use different like editing apps and i use this there, this or that and my phone would keep upgrading and it's funny because i think maybe about a year ago now like when i think iphone finally got like their wide angle and they started mm. getting all those things situated like i would just see my friends with their upgraded iphones and like i would be like oh my god like okay well i could just upgrade my phone and do that as opposed to because at that point i think i was starting to cave and think about maybe getting a camera mm. and at that point i'm like well i can well the they're getting they're getting really good. So. Yeah.
0: Exceptionally good. It's crazy. And uh speaking of like gear and and things that you use, can you talk about your favorite gear or gear recommendations for new explorers? Like things you carry with you like a backpack or your shoes or a light or anything that you bring with you that you think that explorers need to have with them when they go exploring.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, coming from somebody who doesn't carry carry a camera around or like a big tripod or any of that, like I I feel like Less is definitely more. Most of my friends have have huge bags filled with stuff like all the time, be it props or be it again, like you have like your all your camera equipment, which is totally fine. That's generally the nature. But especially if you're first starting out or if you don't don't have a camera, even if you do, I feel like getting like smaller bags. I don't know if I can recommend one specifically, but my backpack is generally very small and it definitely forces me to keep minimal things on me because you know when you're getting into buildings or getting in and out of places you have to leave really quickly or get in a really small area having less stuff is definitely super beneficial um aside from that as far as just hardware in general i have a i have an led light that i use what's it called um can't remember the name right now but even that's really small and like having that especially if you're doing phone photography is super helpful as well because like there are certain things that your phone cannot do versus a camera if you're just like doing this for fun but you want to take pictures in a dark area you definitely need to bring some sort of like um, hardware light to assist with what you're doing like basic things like that
0: definitely yeah and i love talking gear i think it's so fascinating like uh also do you wear a respirator ever when you go into these places (laughs)
1: It's funny. I used to not, uh, at all. Um, because you know, when you're in your early, mid twenties, you think you're invincible. (laughs) Um, and then you start, you start to realize that you're not. Um, but, uh, I, I just got one recently. Um, and I've been pretty religious about it so far. Um, but, uh, that's been, Definitely helpful, and I definitely recommend. Even if you don't have one and you have like just like a normal mask that you've been wearing for COVID, I think like any little bit helps, especially if you're going to be in a place for a couple hours. Me and my one friend, uh, Kay Explored, we uh, were in uh, a place in Jersey doing like setups and like cleaning out like a place and trying to rearrange everything in it. And we were in a place, I think like we were meeting once a week there uh, for the last couple weeks, and we oh god we were in it one time we were in there for i guess like over like six or seven hours like moving stuff around and like when i i I left i felt like absolute garbage and Um, i was just like okay yeah now now is the time to get a respirator i understand why people do this
0: yeah and like i've had i've had friends tell me like they've had to go to like the doctor and their doctor is like what are you doing like what are you doing oh we've been there yeah. <laughs> your lungs are not great like come on now <laughs> like i i always recommend people wear at least a mask like you were saying or or a respirator if they can get their hands on one and now it's like like you said with covid like we all we all have masks yeah, and yeah, like we
1: all have some form of yeah, mask, yeah
0: us explorers we've just been wearing them longer <laughs> and and then yeah. when covid hit i was like wait you mean I get to wear my mask in public? What?
1: All the time. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I get to wear my mask in non-abandoned yeah. places. Oh my God. It's um, been quite and, a trip. And, and even then, like with like, especially with gear and stuff, like, you know, I know some, some people will laugh, but like definitely like first aid kids and things like that, like are definitely useful when you're going into these places. I know sometimes like, you know, like just having the littlest things, I feel like a lot of the big misconception is like, I think like a lot of people just assume like if you're not in this hobby like that, we're all like, oh, like, wow, you guys are going into these places. You guys are crazy. But I, nine times out of 10, we're all artists first. And I feel like artists, uh, I can only speak for myself, but artists are notoriously babyish. So we'll get like a paper <laughs> cut and we'll freak out. So it's like so definitely having little things like that are super useful or super, super helpful.
0: Definitely. Uh, speaking of like first aid kits and, and getting cuts and scrapes, do you have any urban exploration injury stories that you can share?
1: Injury stories, I truthfully I have been fairly fairly fortunate. Uh, I don't really know if I've had any like terrible things happen. I've heard the only thing it was funny. You were you were talking about going to the doctor. Uh, the only thing that did happen that's even it's even worth mentioning is uh, I was in a I was in a house in Connecticut with my friend uh, probably back in September, and uh, we were in there cleaning it out again. We were in there for I think like two days in a row, like moving stuff around, and it was funny because. I got back home after the second day and I was super itchy and like, I didn't know what was going on at first. I'm like, Oh my God, do I have fleas? Like, what did I do? And I ended up going to the doctor and the doctor was like, you have folliculitis. And I was like, what, what even is that? And they're like, Oh, it's like a hair follicle infection that like can spread. And I'm like, that's terrible. And the doctor's like, what were you doing? And I was like, I was in an abandoned house, like taking pictures. And then the doctor just looks at me and is like, why uh, did you like take your take your clothes off or anything? Like I don't understand how that happened. And I'm like, no, no, I didn't. And I'm like sitting there quietly, looking at him. Like I laid on the floor at one point to take a mm. picture. And they're like, why did you Why did you lay on the floor? I'm like, well, I mean, you you got to take, you got to do what you got to do to take the picture. Right? <laughs> so no injuries, but definitely strange experiences that have resulted in me going to the doctor.
0: Just a hair follicle infection, no big deal. Yeah, you know, the yeah, fuck? totally minor. <laughs>
1: Yeah, bizarre. Meanwhile, like I have so many friends who will do like all sorts of crazy things in abandoned places, and I'm like, careful, watch out for folliculitis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man i've now oh, man. i've now heard it all i've heard it all. yeah honestly it
1: was the wackiest experience that I, I truly feel like could have only happened to me so if anybody out there uh has had folliculitis from being in an abandoned building we can form a support group Now would be the time <laughs> i would greatly appreciate it oh god amazing
0: uh can you talk about the mentality of an urban explorer what makes you do this like it's not a normal thing to go into these abandoned places like what what makes us like What drives us to do this?
1: Um, I think speaking for me, uh, one thing that I've always really enjoyed about it, like especially like now that I'm I'm doing this more regularly, I feel like I'm out doing this at least once a week, if not more. And um, I feel like it's been the idea of being able to merge many of my interests together like i've always been fascinated with like the obvious things like decay and like what's left behind and like those kind of things but that's basically the common denominator between all of us but for me specifically you know like i play guitar i love doing like my portraits or taking pictures of my guitar in these places um i i'm a graphic design major i'm trying to get into that field like being able to take pictures and edit most importantly and uh being able to set things up and kind of rearrange and kind of working my brain in that way has always been really exciting for me so i like trying to merge my hobbies together and i feel like for me it's gotten very addicting because not only are you getting out there and like being one with nature and seeing new things but i also have found ways to kind of incorporate other other parts of my brain in it and i feel like it's just been a very like easy laxed way of doing it
0: yeah definitely it's so fascinating to me like as an explorer like hearing what other explorers think about this you know it's it's yeah
1: oh absolutely i mean like it's it's funny because like this is one of those i mean you could say about about any any hobby or any community of people but like i i don't know if i've been part of one specifically that there's so many different people from so many different areas and so many different age ranges and so many different walks of life and we're our common denominator is that we all like to go into abandoned buildings and we have to like live with each other and communicate with each other and deal with each other on a regular basis and we all have to find common ground and not try to kill each other yeah it's it's wonderful
0: (laughs) true can you tell me about your scariest exploration experience this could be uh running into people police this could be uh supernatural stuff if you're into that uh scariest exploration
1: yeah so this is a weird one um so about maybe two years ago or so i just started getting into this a little bit more um in you know when you first start doing this regularly and you're not getting in trouble you think you're like immortal um and uh my friend at the time had uh given me a pin again she's not an explorer she had found a i found a pin to a place and she was like hey this looks really cool like you should go i'm like all right so finally like at the end of the summer i, I went there it's this religious uh building on the east coast and um I go there, every door is unlocked. I, I had never really been in a place that was like completely clean that I hadn't seen on Instagram before. So I was very thrown off. I had really never seen it before. And I go for a little while and I leave. I go back the next week with my with my explore friend who kind of got me into the community. And uh, we were there for like, God, like four or five, six hours. We met a local kid there who showed us like even more stuff. It was, it was one of my favorite explorers to date. And uh, following that, Um, (laughs) she started getting a lot of less than kind messages from other herbexers who were trying to get the location from her and they were harassing her about it and she's starting to block people and I had never experienced anything like that before so I was like oh my god like people do this um, and one message she got was from a guy who claimed he was the groundskeeper of the place that found her page and he was like I have your information your name's on your account uh, I, I already told the police like take your pictures down and she told me about it and we were like oh it's not a big deal like whatever she blocked him I blocked the person I thought it was fine and uh then like five or six hours later I'm at a I'm at a band rehearsal and I'm sitting there and I'm playing guitar and I look down at my phone and I had like seven missed calls from my mom and I'm like someone's dead the world is on fire something is happening and I I call my mom back and I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, so I'm on Facebook and I have this guy messaging me claiming he's a groundskeeper of a property that you went into and he wants you to delete your photos and unblock him so he can talk to you. <laughs> and I was like, What the what? So I immediately call my friend and I'm like, You need to take your pictures down. She's like, I'm not taking my pic I'm like, take your fucking pictures down. <laughs> and um i get home and i unblock the guy and he's literally like I, i'm really not playing around like you keep posting it like i, I you know like I, I just arrested people here like a couple days ago like i gave the cops your information i had my full name in my bio at that point Damn. which is i'm assuming how he found my yeah mother's facebook account and yeah it was just a really surreal experience that i never thought would happen and i remember my friend had talked to a couple of her friends at the time and they were all like yeah like Normally, it's that whole thing, like the whole stigma of like, once you leave the place, if you don't get caught, you're okay. But uh, I don't really know what he really could have done. But regardless, it was like, this guy's messaging my mom on Facebook. And my mom's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was just a really strange, stressful bizarre experience
0: that's crazy man people are like super protective over their spots you know and yeah
1: and you know what i give him full credit for it on a certain level he he did what he needed to do i never posted that place again
0: (laughs) damn just keep it keep that in your in your memory i guess you know but
1: yeah some of the cool some of
0: the coolest places we're not supposed to be in you know
1: (laughs) yeah uh, for sure for sure um to this day i um i have him unblocked on a on facebook and i think just because i was like very kindly i took my pictures out every once in a while he'll still mess he'll still message me and be like hey have you heard me think about this place and i'm uh, like nope literally nothing <laughs> which is true i really never do and i'm like nope nothing at all he's like thanks bud and i'm like all right i'm at the bud level uh, now with him. we're good now. now now you should
0: get to the point where you're like yo you mind if we come back
1: <laughs> yeah i know i've literally thought about that like every day every time he messages me i'm like is this the time going i ask or i'm like no nah, I, I i give full credit though i think my mom talking him down from his fury definitely helped my mom went into the he's a good boy yeah. speech even though i'm 25 years old and, he was, <laughs> and he's like listen i get it i'm like all right we're gonna be okay oh
0: my god amazing and aside from that one i know you said it was one of your favorite explorations but do you have another like favorite exploration that you've been on
1: yeah uh it's a little more i think outside of the box and i guess like houses and any of those kind of things but um again a couple years ago i think uh yeah it's probably three years ago now uh, there's an air force base a radar base actually uh in vermont i it's it's pretty public knowledge i think it's called east haven um i went there uh, by myself... Well, I, I, I was staying with my family this a couple years ago. I was staying with my family. We were on vacation, and I, I took my car, and I drove up there it was maybe a couple hours from where we were staying. And it's the top of this mountain. It's a Cold War radar base that's been out for... S- since, God, since, like, the late 60s, I think. And there's a lot of graffiti, and it's, again, it's super beat up. But, like, when you're up there, you're you're alone. It's a 10-mile road up this mountain. It's the only road up the mountain. Um, And I'm somebody who is definitely afraid of heights and, and doesn't like those kind of things, but I forced myself to go up there. The road had no service. So I was totally like alone. Like it was a very narrow, like, th- like you really couldn't turn around. You had to kind of keep going once you're up there. And I got up there, I got up to the tallest building. I climbed ladders. I was walking up like old metal staircases. I'm sweating. I'm freaking out. Cause like, again, heights alone. And I got up to the top and literally that view was so incredible. And I think about it fairly regularly i remember i i honestly cried like i was so like in awe at that moment of like looking around and just seeing and hearing absolutely nothing except like trees at the peak of this mountain and it was it was wild like and i i think about that all the time it's not necessary i feel like it's a little more nature driven than some than than some urban explorations but like i i love it i think once i did that truthfully that was the moment where i was like yeah I, i need to keep chasing this feeling. This is incredible.
0: Oh yeah. And I I know a little bit about that place. Like I know that they've had like UFO sightings and stuff there, like in East Haven. Yeah. So yeah. it's like a weird yeah. weird spot and like uh just reading about it like back in the when was it uh the um like early 60s or something, like some snowmobilers yeah. were there and this guy ended up getting like decapitated by like a chain that went across the road oh my god that one
1: i had not heard of. crazy
0: shit happens at this place apparently
1: (laughs) yeah if anybody hears this or or knows about it and wants to go just don't go alone definitely don't do that and like i would honestly say hiking up it even though it takes a couple hours is probably better than doing the car thing i know a lot of people do it i did it i took an suv but like it's definitely more difficult than just like doing the normal like let's just hike up and do it damn yeah, that's
0: 10 yeah. mile hike is that's a
1: lot. Well, there's a there's a barrack about halfway oh, up I see. that you can or a little a little, probably a little more than that, that you can kind of get to. I remember I was driving forever and I got to the barracks. I'm like, oh, are we are we am I here? And I literally got out and looked and I just see it at the top of the peak. So I'm like, oh, I still have a little bit to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love like the longer explorations, though. I think they're a lot more fun. Like I did a there's an abandoned nuclear power plant in Elma, Washington um that's incredible it's got like two cooling well one and a half cooling towers the second one wasn't fully constructed um and it's like 600,000 square feet underground tunnels and like this band that i know was they rented it out because it still has like a groundskeeper and they do tours and stuff so they rented it out for like two days called me and they were like hey we know you like exploring abandoned places do you want to come shoot behind the scenes for us and like also explore at your own volition and i was like you mean go to a nuclear power plant and hang out yeah let's do it so just like
1: so fantastic
0: just like roaming around for two days i like climbed a crane i went into the cooling tower like it was so sick so sick.
1: yeah some of the best times are when you get to go to places and like you have like the permission yeah. to do so it's like a totally different it changes the entire feel of a place and just like makes you like feel like you're more attentive to detail at that mm-hmm. point because you're like that whole side of your brain that's not like panicking <laughs> yeah it's not panicking and freaking out the entire time gets to actually like pay attention to what you're doing exactly that that that, that being said too i feel like that's like one of the other advantages that i found just personally like using a phone is i feel like a lot of the time because like, uh, again like a lot of my friends are in- incredible content creators and incredible artists and have incredible visions but like and i i don't being able to point and shoot i think keeps me kind of because i don't really consider myself necessarily like a photographer i know i will have friends who will yell at me for saying that but like i, I try to explore first and i feel like being mm. able to do the mobile the mobile game and being able to point and click and be like, oh, I'll edit it and post later. It's okay. Definitely keeps you able to like go and look around and do those kind of things a little easier. I feel like I'm a person who likes to take like a 1000 pictures in a place and doesn't necessarily need like the one or two shots that everybody takes mm. or like the one or two things I definitely see. I want to take a picture of everything and look at it later. Yeah. So that's definitely been an advantage. I would say how my brain works.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think as for myself as a videographer, I feel like because I shoot a lot of B-roll for my videos, I feel like I capture a lot more of the details than the overall image. And I think that's super like critical when you're going into these places, especially if you don't know if you're going to go back to them, you know, you want to capture every little detail that you can. And I think that, you know, capturing like the the rust and like the woodwork and like things like that like the actual decay is so cool like especially when you're doing like b-roll stuff or you know even photography
1: oh yeah totally i think i know a lot of of people who are in the process of like you know you're constantly learning how to get better at at your craft Mm -hmm. and like people who like want to be better better photographers who get very discouraged or like they they see something and they're like oh god like that looks really cool but i don't know if i'm gonna be able to take the picture i don't know if i want to take my whole camera out and do that and like my feeling is like if you want to do it go for it and 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 try because you got to get better but also too like if you want to have it for yourself like pull out your phone and do it like no one's going to judge you for doing that like you're doing this for you or ideally you'd be going into these places and taking pictures for you because you want to see things and enjoy them and remember them like one day
0: absolutely absolutely and do you have a favorite history of a place we do a lot of research before we like go or even after we go to these places and there there's a lot of history surrounding places like asylums and old hospitals. Like, do you have a favorite history of a place you've been?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I do. Um, there's, I'm actually in the middle of doing, uh, doing research on it now, or we were in the middle of doing research on it, but like, i'm trying to think about how to word it uh it, it, there's a there's a place on the east coast that's like an old uh an old mansion and uh, a lot of people as far as i'm aware don't really know about it necessarily but they know about other things in the area and uh it, 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 i think it's all tangled up in like some like lawsuity like legal stuff but the guy like left and like there's just like the strangest most bizarre things left behind like that really should i don't know like things that you would not expect like ranging from like antiques to like weird th- weird statues like the weirdest things and like when at the time when i went there i really had no sense that any of that stuff was there and that really made me start to kind of dive in and do research and there really wasn't a lot of information so like the minimal things that we could find like just like Property records and like little bits and pieces of history on like the owner, where we could find them, like really fascinated me because it's like it kind of goes into that whole thing about a lot of these places. Like, why are these things left behind versus other things that aren't, or why we would get up and leave? And that was just one of those like places. It was just a really, really good example of that. It was like, why are these things left behind versus other things? Like, that's really strange.
0: Yeah. And it, it, like, I, I get that feeling a lot of times with abandoned churches. Like, why did you oh, leave yeah. the church? Like, that's the house of God. Like, wh- where
1: did you go? <laughs> I feel like I feel like a lot of, of churches are religious places. It, it, it's one of those things like they, they, you know, Catholicism, like the best architecture and the, and the best style and, and, and everything about it. But like the, everything's so ornate. And then those are always the places that always seem to. To be left behind or to go mm-hmm. out and I, I don't really know if it's because they're not willing to repurpose or or, or whatnot but like it it it, all, it always seems to be that situation especially with those things like it's like they, they they close them up and they don't really do anything with them or don't even take anything out and it's it's sad because a lot of the stuff in these places is absolutely incredible mm-hmm. even like things like even things like stained glass and and things like that like at that point like they should be taking them and protecting them but like how many times have we seen churches that are like Obliterated yeah, yeah. and like like yeah. and like you totally missed an opportunity to mm-hmm. like at least salvage things that at least at one point they were very proud of.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Especially like the stained glass. Like I I've talked about it a few times on the show. Like one day I want to open a an Urbex museum. I don't know where I'm going to put it like in the world, but <laughs> I have this like dream because there are things like that. Like, you know, you could have like a stained glass window or you could have like every, not everybody, but a lot of people take like little trinkets from these places. And like, if they like donated them to a museum and like had like a plaque that said like the story of how they like their exploration, I think it would be so fascinating to have something like that.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's such a, that's such an incredible idea, honestly. And, and yeah, for sure. I think again, it's like, cause a lot, how many times, like I always say that, time moves differently in this hobby than any other Mm. hobby because you could say oh i'm gonna go somewhere and like like if you want to go somewhere with your friends like out and like you're like oh we'll go in like three or four weeks if you say that in this hobby like three or four weeks is like three or four years yeah because you don't know what's going to happen you don't know like what's going to be left or you don't know like how things are going to change whether it's weather or people Mm. or van or anything
0: yeah and like things get sealed all the time especially because of like youtube videos like i mean I went to denver recently like in november of last year and we went to an underground military base it was like a they used to store like intercontinental ballistic missiles in this place right and there was one entrance in and it's completely sealed shut now and it's like we might have been the last people to be able to go in there and it's such an awesome feeling it's so crazy there were just miles and miles of tunnels and like endless darkness it was absolutely magnificent and quite scary actually to be oh, underground yeah, I... no phone service in the dark by yourself <laughs> like fuck that
1: yeah that i have not had the pleasure of, of doing to that scale i don't really know how i'd handle that yeah That's,
0: oh, i'm not wow. i'm definitely not a big fan of underground stuff like i i have a dream of going into the catacombs but like fuck oh, yeah. that, that terrifies me at the same time <laughs>
1: No, I think, I think I could handle that a little bit. Again, like heights is definitely not anytime I've had to do anything involving, um, climbing of any sort. Mm. If God help me, if I look down, I'll just freeze. And then someone's going to have to like get like a crane to crane (laughs) me out of there. Like I won't move. I see, I know, I know some people who, uh, who, uh, do like the climbing thing too. Like they'll go like on top of skyscrapers and stuff and take their pictures or do whatever. Um, or like they'll climb bridges. And every time I see anybody, Post any of those kind of pictures, I'm like, I would be that friend who would be like halfway at me, like, yeah, I'm done, so I'm not going down, I'm not going up. It's like,
0: I, I live here yeah. now.
1: Yeah, this is. The, I am one with this the building. Is, this uh, is my
0: spot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: Unless you're gonna fund my removal, right. uh, just leave me be. Uh,
0: we'll figure it out sometime. Maybe I'll grow yeah. wings and fly <laughs> off of this thing. We'll see. <laughs> oh man, can you talk about social media and what it's done for you as both an explorer and a creator
1: um yeah it's funny i um i feel like the thing i'm probably the most grateful for the things i'm most grateful for are definitely having uh like a like a record of my stuff that comes very natural to doing i mean we're all in this generation that we all post and it's just like second nature to post on social media be it facebook instagram whatever uh and um being able to look back at things and be like oh yeah like i went here when did i do this and being able to go see those things is, is super super helpful um and aside from that like in, in general like be that any of the things i'm doing whether it's guitar or any of those things because i only have one account like i'm a believer i my page is not necessarily like an explored page it's just like whatever I'm feeling at that moment, just nine times out of 10, it's going to be abandoned buildings. But, um, but that, that's something that I've always been really happy about. And also too, just like motivation to, and it's a double edged sword, but motivation to edit and to put content out because like, I do like, like editing. I like, I like going through my photos and thinking about different things and having ideas. And I feel like it does kind of keep me thinking about those things. The other side of that being like, sometimes you, you, you kind of fall into a trap of like, posting or or trying to find content for the wrong reasons which is something that i feel like everybody needs to try to check themselves with sometimes Mm. but like in general i think it's really nice to have like a platform to be able to to want to put your put your stuff out there and to want to do something like that i feel like social media at its at its core looking at it positively should be a way for you to put things out there for you, not for anyone else. Yeah. And uh, being able to have that platform that your friends or whoever can see what you're doing and what's interesting you for you is is the ideal and i think that that's probably what i'm i'm most grateful for about it and again like there's that again the double-edged sword side of it you get sucked into that rabbit hole of like oh like are people gonna like this maybe i won't post it but like you know like you, it's, it's a whole learning experience and you kind of got to get used to those things and not get too addicted to it but um it's nice having that platform especially because like I mean, we were talking about it b- before we started but like uh, i feel like most I think a lot of people in this hobby have like a very strong introverted side of their personality and it's it's the idea of giving an introvert a platform and I feel like a lot of us I mean I can sp- I can speak for myself like I was a very awkward kid growing up and like you know I, I love to create I've always loved art but like I didn't really have like necessarily like the means to be like hey everybody like look what I'm doing all the time and uh, having a way to maybe not necessarily like having uh, having an opportunity to post things and, and to do things that i'm proud of just for the sake of feeling like i'm proud of them is, is has been very nice and very cool
0: yeah and i think social media is so special you know it, it brings this community together and there's i mean obviously there's pros and cons for of better it. or worse yeah exactly <laughs> there's pros and cons like we talked about earlier with people like hitting up your friend like aggressively hitting up your friend like for locations. Like, you know, there's a lo- there's a lot of that, but I think that overall the community is very, very cool and very supportive on online.
1: Oh yeah, no, I would agree. I don't think I would be doing this to the extent that I'm doing it now, if it wasn't for the fact that I've met so many mm-hmm. awesome people. Again, it's that idea of like, we're all, we all come from different walks of life and different locations in different areas that we just have that common interest and being able to make connections based off of that singular interest is really really special and really cool it's not like we like it's not like we're you're that's a co-worker and you just work together so yeah you're cool with each other like you've made the effort to meet up and to talk about things and to like have that bond so those those kind of friendships that you get from this is it's special for that reason like you kind of especially if you can kind of break through that glass ceiling of like just the abandonment and like you can kind of like make connections just from doing this stuff
0: yeah, yeah. absolutely and then do you have any bucket list items places that you're dying to go that you haven't been to yet
1: There's definitely, we have, I have such, me and my friends have such, like, chaotic lists of things that will be like, oh, like, we have to do this, or oh, we have to do this, and then we have, like, no attention span, so we'll forget about it five minutes later until, like, a month later, but, um, yeah, I definitely, there's, I really want to get out farther into uh, Pittsburgh area in in. PA that's a place that I've always like threatened to do um and uh down south more into Maryland and Virginia I'm New Jersey based and going down into Virginia and Maryland uh more which is a sin because I don't live far from Maryland at all and I'm always like I'm gonna I'm gonna go there and then I like don't do it (laughs) um but like there's just hospitals and things like that down there and just like little things that like I kind of keep piling up because there's you know that's that's how it goes it's like you don't go out to a place but then you find more things or you do more research on things and you're like oh yeah i'll eventually do it and then all of a sudden you're like wow i have a lot of things to go do i should probably finally stop threatening and go do it
0: for sure absolutely and if you're anything like like me like getting over to europe as well is like a huge oh god
1: yeah that's like that's the dream yeah
0: absolutely and i've done you know i've done portugal which was sick i did parts of greece which was super cool but there's definitely like other places i want to go that are in europe you know that are just obviously chernobyl is like top of the list for most of us
1: that's oh well yeah i mean obviously and um <laughs> the epitome <laughs> of
0: abandonment <laughs> oh well
1: <laughs> um and and yeah no that's that's incredible that that you've been there that's something that i definitely aspire to do that's probably like the end game of mm. like wanting to do this kind of stuff um yeah I, I i every time i think about it i'm just like oh god i need to do that sooner rather than later i'm like all right well like let's 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 take a breath it's gonna happen yeah. if it happens <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely and uh if you could live in one place you've explored for one week like comfortably which place would it be
1: uh, probably uh the place that again me and my friend just finished cleaning up a section of mm-hmm. um definitely because like it was funny because we were literally just there uh yesterday and uh we were we were finishing sorting out one of the rooms it's this old um it's like an old house in in south jersey and um we <laughs> we literally looked at each other because like i i I'd finished taking my pictures and she was doing her thing and um i literally just looked at her i'm like i could live here <laughs> and she was like yeah i know same and I'm, I'm literally sitting like on this couch like half asleep super comfortable and i'm like wow like i'm very comfortable right now because we've been going there like over the course of like the last month like at least like once a week so i'm like to the point where i'm like so how do how does squatters rights work exactly can, can, do, is this ours now like how does this work wow But yeah, we definitely definitely find places over time that you're definitely comfortable enough in to to do that. It's just like, it really goes to show you too, like that whole thing, I think the idea of like looking through things and and, and setting stuff up, be it like, you really don't know what you're going to find until you really Mm -hmm. start looking. I mean, like if you're a purist and you you don't move anything, that's really awesome. I used to be like that too. I think that that's fantastic. But like, there's a lot of really incredible things in places that are just like totally thrown around and if you take the time to look through things or read things like you can find a lot of really magical things and if you're you're doing it for pictures or you're doing it for the sake of just cleaning up because you want to you want to do it like you can really make some magical things out of what seems to some people as like nothing
0: right absolutely and uh, what is the farthest you've traveled to explore
1: um, probably yeah i went to uh north carolina with uh with my family a couple years ago um and it wasn't primarily for that but like i had all these plans already so i guess like for me it was primarily for that <laughs> uh but I, I did a couple um little things in, in north carolina near uh where some of my family lived and i remember there was a really cool one again like just like natural decay in nature there was a one of my um i had a couple pins in that area but um One of my cousins was like, Oh yeah, there's an abandoned school in this town. You should go check it out. And I was like, Wait, really? Like, Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Oh my god, it's like right down the road. So that night I went to it I took pictures. It was really cool. It was easy. There was like no fences, there's no signs, there's nothing. And I show her the pictures and she's like, Oh, that's really cool. Like, but that's 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 the school I went to. I'm talking about the other school. (laughs) And I'm like, There's another school she's like, Yeah, next door in the woods and um, it was actually an old segregated schoolhouse that had been closed since like 1954 probably deep in the woods and i you know they're making jokes and they're like oh like city boy like watch out for rattlesnakes and i'm like oh my god but like i went and did that and that was really really god that was just really incredible and i don't know like I, i think the best parts of this kind of stuff is just like having like that history be like embedded in places so that was really really cool that's probably the farthest thing that i've probably done
0: yeah i i remember going to uh I don't want to say the area in North Carolina, but I remember going to North Carolina while I was on a Vans Warp Tour as a content creator in uh, so cool. 2017. And we uh, had a day off in this town. And I was like, well, guess what we're doing today? So I grabbed a couple <laughs> friends on the tour and was like, yo, you guys want to just take an Uber over to this like abandoned boys' school slash boys prison like a juvenile detention center kind of thing yeah and we went and explored it and i i flew my drone just as it like began to start raining and i like pan over and i'm like what is this? oh my god they built a new detention center like the next property over <laughs> that was active
1: Oh my. and god. so we're just like
0: on this hill just going through all these houses <laughs> or these like school buildings but they're like big houses basically and yeah. uh I was like, we should probably leave <laughs> before we get oh arrested. <laughs> oh God, the crazy things we do for this stuff. And, uh, and you, didn't,
1: you didn't know at the time that it was no there. idea.
0: I had no clue. Oh my God. But it was like, you know, had its fence line and like everything. And we were like, Oh shit, we should definitely get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, my last question for you is what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring?
1: pacing yourself mm-hmm. for sure uh, uh you know it, when you first start i feel like it's it's like a gradual i mean at least for me it was it was very gradual where you, you start doing this stuff every once in a while and then when you really start getting into this stuff you again it's that whole like invincible feeling you're out every weekend you're out all the time doing it like nonstop, and it, it's exhausting yeah. <laughs> and you learn that really quickly um i think the one thing yeah that kind of goes into just like just like knowing your limits and like knowing that a lot of these places I know like I said that uh you know like if you wait a couple weeks like who knows what's gonna happen but at the same time like you you come first and your personal life comes first and you can't get like super sucked into this stuff all the time um especially like if it's like really really hot or really really cold I was out all winter doing this and like it's it sucks doing this in the winter (laughs) on the east coast (laughs) yeah and like just knowing your limit I think and just being able to say like yeah no I'm good I don't necessarily need to go do this today I can wait like a couple days and if I can't do it in a couple days because I missed my chance like that that is what it is I feel like we get so hung up on seeing everything because that's just the mentality of this that we kind of forget that like you know before you went to the place you lived without it before you knew it existed Mm -hmm. so like you don't necessarily need it in your life if you're exhausted or if you have other things that you need to be doing
0: definitely Definitely. And if uh, people want to keep following your journey and see your photography, drop your social media or any links you have and uh, we'll wrap the show up.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Um, Dragon Boy AC on Instagram. I I'm pretty sure it's Dragon Boy AC on YouTube, too. I do. I haven't done one in a while. I'm slacking, but I, I do music covers on there for guitar. Um uh, but yeah, and if you want to get in contact with me, most of if you type in Dragon Boy AC. You'll, you'll you'll probably find it. It's it's just weird enough of a name where it usually appears.
0: All right, that was my episode with Dragon Boy AC. If you want to check out his photography or any of the things he does on his urban exploration journey, head down to the description. You will find links to his Instagram and. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the No Tracers Podcast. My name is Kay. I'm your host on this show. You can find me at No.Tracers. And if you want to come on the No Tracers Podcast, hit me up at No.Tracers on Instagram. I would love to have you on. That's how Dragon Boy AC actually came on the show. He DM'd me on Instagram and we got him on the show. So if you have stories you'd like to share about your urban exploration journey, hit me up there. Otherwise, leave a rating and feedback. It helps the podcast grow. It helps us find a broader audience of listeners just like you. And. I'll talk to you next week for another episode of the No Tracers podcast. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.